Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone, to my podcast. For those of you guys who are new and this is the first episode you're listening to, then I welcome you to my podcast, Right or Wrong, where we discuss, um, I guess, a lot of my personal stories, and uh, as well as talk about different perspectives on different hot takes. That's how um, the episodes generally go, but then we do deviate quite often into um, a lot of different topics. And generally, we just have a fun time somewhere where you just get to discuss and share um, your own opinions and your own perspectives. And hopefully in the um, upcoming episodes, I'll be able to actually discuss um, responses for certain episodes. But that might make episodes a bit longer, so I'll have to like restructure some stuff. So that will definitely um, be happening. There's a lot to come. And yeah, for today's episode, it's kind of an interesting one it's um i had like a lot of thoughts on like what to do for this episode as um from the previous episode if you guys didn't listen i kind of did um have something else to talk about but i didn't so today's episode is kind of going to revolve around that which is basically comfort zones today i just wanted to talk about um everyone's individual comfort zones and what they find to be um the most like home for example um, people will always rather prefer to stay at home rather than rather than go to school or work. And the reason is because you just get to be yourself. No one will instruct you at home. No one can really tell you that you have to do this or you have to do that. You just do everything because you want to. And that's basically developing that comfort zone. Like you'd always prefer to rather stay um, at home than at school because it's a comfort zone. So today we're going to definitely be um, talking about, um, so basically, yeah, a comfort zone is a situation or a place where one just feels safe or at ease. So it's often essential um, to actually be able to find your comfort zone, because when you find that, you'll be able to obviously work better and more efficiently, because it's a place that you've created for yourself, where you can work properly. Basically, you're finding that environment which is most comfortable for you. And once you're in that environment, will you be able to be the best version of yourself since there's basically no pressure and you feel relaxed. And I think like one of the most important things is that in a comfort zone, you feel relaxed. Like I said, that feeling of relaxation that you get when you're at home or like in your bed, you're not going to be able to find that anywhere else unless obviously you do change houses or whatever but basically it's an example where whatever you find that relaxed feeling that feeling where you just have no stress or no pressure where you can let your thoughts slide that's kind of a comfort zone and people are always going to prefer going to those comfort zones and i think um for me uh, like personally i think like finding that kind of that feeling of relaxation and having that in your life will definitely help you to perform better in situations because once you're relaxed you'll be able to think more calmly your thoughts will be more fluid and it definitely does help to just get into your comfort zone because once you're there you can more easily how do you how do i say this you can focus yourself so for me one of the things that i often do is cloud watching um for a lot of people um it's um I don't know, like video games or watching TV. But for me, it's always been cloud watching. I don't know. Um, like, I, like um, it's kind of weird to talk about it now that I think of it. But for me, like, it's always been like when you look up at the sky, um, 
you could it could obviously just be plain blue skies, but then that's just boring in my opinion. Um, having those um, having like clouds and different shapes and forms and watching as they slowly move is just a very um, how do I say this like a very a very faint feeling that I get where it just makes me feel comfort like not comfortable rather, but then I just feel at ease. I guess I think that's like the best way to um, put it because clouds they actually do carry a lot of emotion when you see them in the early morning or after sunset, after sunrise, the clouds always change. They portray different emotions. On a rainy day, you can see different types of clouds. And on a normal sunny day, you'd see a different version of themselves, which kind of does reflect the same way we have emotions. It does depend on a lot of other uh, other characteristics. For example, clouds on a, on a rainy day, it's probably going to be much more heavier and much more you need that kind of like a sad feeling. And this is caused by a lot of external factors. It's the same the way that we'd be sad. For example, if I did bad in a test, I'd be sad. My feelings would be heavy. It's similar to clouds, which is why, I don't know, it's just something that really puts me at ease. And I think finding that thing that helps you to get into your comfort zone is something that will allow you to be more, allow you to be more focused because you'd be able to be comfortable wherever you are. For example, even people who do not study well um, once you find that comfort zone, I believe that when you're ready to study, you will be able to study. It isn't something that will just never happen. It's just about the effort you put in. But something that's also equally important to um, finding, to definitely finding your comfort zone is to move out of your comfort zone. I know this is, this is a kind of a confusing concept, but it's important to know that comfort zones are only found once you move out of your comfort zone because you have to explore. You have to find out other stuff. Not everything is going to be easy. Definitely not everything is going to be like, oh, okay, I found my comfort zone. That's it. There will be other stuff to find. You have to explore. You have to find out which works better for you because staying in your comfort zone is kind of like oversaturating it because eventually you become so comfortable. You start becoming lazy. Um, you start um, not exactly becoming fatigued, but then you become more relaxed, I would say, rather than just relaxing yourself, you start feeling like, oh, I don't have to do this, or I can do that later, because that relaxation becomes laziness. And that's a point where you definitely do not want to reach. Finding a comfort zone is definitely good. But in order to develop yourself, you have to explore out of your comfort zone. Sure, like I said, you can focus on yourself in a comfort zone. But then to really develop and find something new, you're going to have to take risks. Being a risk taker is almost everything in the current society right now, as um, there are so many people who are bringing up their new ideas, new concepts, there's constant innovation around the world. Entrepreneurs, businessmen, and even scientists are forced to take risks because without taking a risk, you'll never actually be able to innovate. You'll never be able to find something new and hence you'll not be able to put an impact. And when that happens, you have to, you're forced to leave that comfort zone where you're ready to work with, though you're going to have to leave that and you're going to have to move to something new in order to find that meaning, I guess, that meaning in your life. In order to do that, you're going to have to leap out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to reach out. You're going to have to reach as far as you can. And you're going to have to keep on reaching. Just because you grab onto something doesn't mean that's the only thing out there. You're going to have to keep on exploring and keep on moving. That's so essential into developing yourself, into building yourself for the better i guess that's like the easiest way to put it for me like risk takers are the people who are definitely going to be moving forward in society because 
you have to acknowledge that not everything is going to be successful. Not everything will work out for me. You're going to have to take a risk. It may be successful or it may not be. And you're going to have to be prepared for the worst. But it's very essential that you take that first step because not taking that first step, you will basically never know what is going to happen. So taking it, there's nothing wrong. But then you have to be ready for the consequences because, like I said, it's a risk. It's a double-edged sword, basically. Either it can go well or it can go bad. But I think it's worth it. So definitely, if you guys do have any ideas that you want to definitely develop, go ahead and do that. It may take a lot of time. It may take resources. But at the end of the day, you know that you put an effort and you'll get to find out whether it's successful or not. And even if it isn't successful at first, then try again. Put in more effort. Because if you believe in it, then you can definitely make it happen. Um, so yeah, that's similar to how um, my podcast also started. It was a risk. Um, my comfort zone is more of just talking to a lot of groups. I am extra. I am an extrovert, yes. But then doing a podcast is where I basically just stare at a wall and kind of talk to myself. And yeah, it was kind of a risk because I didn't know how people would like the podcast or how the interactions would be. But now that I've done it and I'm almost reaching 25 episodes, which is a huge uh, landmark for this podcast, and I have such great listeners, and it truly does mean a lot because I did take a risk and it pulled off. So finding those kind of purposes or finding and grabbing those opportunities that arise is so essential for finding meaning. And I definitely do think that it's something you should do. Oh, yeah, um, completely um, slipped my mind. But moving off on from like comfort zones and um, risks, uh, the reason why I actually uh, did this episode was because I wanted to talk about um, one of my older comfort zones, which was libraries. Um, nowadays, a lot of people um, don't really go to the library. A lot of people have, like, even people have never really visited a library. Almost a lot of schools do have some form of a library, but then no one really uses it or utilizes it. Um, the interesting thing is now that um, libraries do just have computers, and rather than actually taking the hard copy of books, you can just go and sit at a computer and print out the information you want, or you can just read a book online, or you can research online. You have all of these online forms of where you can just do everything you want at a library other than read the actual books. And for me, a library will always mean a place where you can borrow books. That's what it will always mean, regardless of how much a library develops. To me, that's always what it's going to be. Because um, previously, when I was much younger, um, every week I used to go to a library, um, you'd have a limit of the amount of books you could take. So you could take around four or five. I'd take four or five, I'd read them in the week, and I'd be so excited because during the end of the week, I get to exchange them for new books. So it's just another way of learning. It's a way of actually... Um, just reading and developing good habits rather than just staring at a screen and watching videos. You can read and actually develop your language. You can learn stuff that other writers have to portray. You can learn different models. You can learn different values. And obviously, if you're going to read um, certain other books, you're not going to maybe you're not going to learn all of these necessity skills, or you're not going to be able to develop your values. But regardless, you're still learning something, and that's always good because keeping your mind working, keeping it going is always a good habit. You can read into any study that says that you should always keep your mind engaged and books are like definitely a great way to go ahead. And to me, libraries are like the most essential, basically the most essential thing to a city that 
should be um, operating is to have a library. It offers free education. It offers free entertainment. And it's available to almost every student. As long as you have your student card and a library pass, anybody can go there. It's completely open to people who want to read, who want to learn. And that is where you meet all of these interesting individuals because everyone's just there to read. It's something where you can find like a common ground. And libraries used to be my comfort zone because I know each week that I'd get to go there and I'd get to um, take new books. I'd get to like talk to my talk to the people who give me the books there. It's kind of like that routine you develop. And to me, libraries were always such a good comfort zone. And for those of you guys who haven't gone to libraries or haven't read much, and you guys um, are like feeling stressed a lot, I definitely suggest that going to a library, it definitely is a game changer, a life changer, rather maybe not a game changer. But yeah, so definitely um, libraries are definitely one of the places that you really want to be going to if you have that feeling of heaviness, you're not really sure what you have to do, but you know that you have to do something. Reading books, finding that right genre, it can really change a lot for you guys. So that was kind of what I wanted to include in the last episode, but I thought I'd kind of do it with today's episode relating to comfort zones. And the other thing I did forget about was fortune cookies. Since um, in the last episode, we did a bit of um, discussion about fortune telling and stuff like that. I definitely did want to talk about fortune cookies today. Um, The reason is because anytime you go to a Chinese uh, restaurant, you're going to get a fortune cookie when you leave. It's kind of like a tradition that you crack it open in half and you take the note out and you read it. And I don't know, it's just that small satisfaction of cracking the cookie and seeing your fortune. Getting that smile on your face, it actually just means a lot. And the funny thing is that fortune cookies are actually um, kind of a Japanese tradition that later on moved into Chinese restaurants. But now almost every Chinese restaurant has a fortune cookie. It's just basically a cookie which has a piece of paper inside it, which is said to depict your fortune. So the actual meaning behind a fortune cookie is that it just symbolizes your luck, um, wisdom, fate, and basically anything and everything that is unknown. This is what you get from the cookie. That one fortune that you picked up that is uniquely yours even though other people might have the same fortune out of the amount of cookies that you could have picked you specifically picked that specific cookie and that is basically your fate because you picked that one so it's similar to how you're going to want to grab opportunities there will be plenty of opportunities even if you don't see it they will be in front of you obviously they're not going to be presented on a silver platter but there will be opportunities for you to grab. They'd be maybe in a cupboard, maybe on a shelf, but there will definitely be the opportunity for you to go and reach out to them. And once you take that opportunity, you specifically chose that opportunity and that decides your fate. And it's about how you work towards that fate to develop that opportunity is how you're going to find meaning. And that's what I really understand from fortune cookies. That's a really great concept to me. And um, the other day, I actually opened up my fortune cookie and I got a paper. And um, when I uh, turned the paper over, there was nothing written on it. So um, for me, it's like I was confused. I was like, why did I get an empty fortune paper? And when I asked the person, he was like, oh, I don't know. It was just empty. And actually, this is something that they do. It's um, a common belief that um, either one thing is that you will soon have uh, something good that happens to you. Um, result, the, basically, the result of good karma because um, you are now, um, since there's nothing, there's no fortune for me, I am owed a fortune. So it's basically, I am going to um, encounter something good because it's going to be fortunate, which is good. So it's basically um, 
I have like stacked up good karma. That is um, definitely one thing, uh, one way to think of it. And I really like that because once you do good in your life, I am a hundred percent sure that that good will be repaid to you tenfold because it takes, so it doesn't take anything to do something good for someone, but for that someone, it's going to mean a lot. Trust me, when you do something good or when you do something nice, it has such an impact on people. And it's so important to remember that, for example, even if someone like passed me a slice of pizza, I'd remember it because they didn't eat it themselves. They gave it to me. It's such small things that could change someone's mind. If when someone does something for you, you're obviously going to remember it. So it's always good to stack up good karma. And it's the most important thing is to remember that you're doing it because you want to, not because you want the luck to pay off later. Uh, you're not going to give someone, it's, it's the same way of thinking, like, I'm going to give you a chocolate because I know you're going to give me another chocolate later when I want it back. I don't know that concept of thinking is like exchange, I guess. It's always good to exchange, but then I believe that sharing is so, a much better concept. But again, that's kind of deviating from today. Um, I believe I talked about sharing in another episode. If I didn't, then I will definitely do it in another episode. So yes, um, continuing on, that's like the first thing that they believe in an empty um, uh, fortune cookie paper. But the second part is that your fortune is a blank slate. Uh, a blank piece of paper um, basically means that you are controlling your destiny. You are controlling your fate. It is up to you to decide what you want to do. You are in control. You are the puppeteer. You get to decide that you uh, what you want to do. It isn't that you do not have luck or you do not have future. It is that you are ready and you have to embrace the future at hand. You have to decide what you want to do. And I think that's crazy. Like how um, people interpret that way because that's such a good way to think about it. Um, but then again, the reason why I don't believe in that specific meaning is because that applies to everyone. Everybody, um, even if you guys do have stuff written on your slate, which is like an analogy, but if you guys do have stuff written for you, that doesn't mean that you can do more. There is so much more to fill out. There is so much more to write. It is your story at the end of the day. You get to decide what happens in your life. That will always be the case. As long as you are ready and willing to put in the effort, you will always get to decide how much and how far you are willing to go. And it was like super interesting to me to like think about it because um, there's like so many people who like struggle. Like I saw this other, uh, I saw this um, video the other day about uh, this guy. So it was actually on Instagram. I saw a reel and um, he goes ahead and he asks, um, if I paid you $10 million, but you don't get to wake up tomorrow, would you take the money? And the man, he obviously answers, no, um, I'd rather wake up tomorrow. And then the guy goes that, yeah, so clearly you prefer waking up tomorrow over $10 million. So that means that waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million to you. And how crazy is that to think that you'd rather have to wake up on the next day in your life rather than take the $10 million for one day. So what does that mean? Why would we do that? It's common. It's common thinking because you want to wake up the next day. That's how valued your day is. So you're going to have to work hard to bring in that value. You're going to have to work hard each and every day, not because you see results immediately. You're not going to make $10 million in a day, but you can definitely make $10 million in your lifetime. It's about the effort you put in, the amount of value that you decide that your life has that's when you'll realize that you can do this and you can do that. So it's important to have that self-esteem, carry yourself with that confidence. That's what's really going to push you forward. 
And for those of you guys who are like, oh, but then studying is tough, um, it's boring, it's hard to do. The other day I read this um, article, um, it was, I think it was, it, was, it was yesterday, yeah. So it was about this um, student who studies in uh, a school in Brazil, and she said that she is literally scared to go to school every day, and that she's always on the lookout for safe spots, because at her school, shootings are that often. Um, school shootings result in not just a person or two people's deaths, but then like over 10 people are dying. And it was so tough for her because she always um, had that kind of PTSD um, from each school shooting, where she'd always get scared by those sudden sounds. And she actually struggled to develop her education because of these school shootings. And it's important to realize that if you have something tough in life, there's always going to be people who are having it tougher or equally tough it's always important to realize that you guys have opportunities that other people will not have and utilizing that and understanding the value of that is what is really going to help your education. You have to realize what is your worth. And if you do not have that worth and you're not able to realize it, then you know what you have to do to realize it. Because if you're saying you're not worthy, there has to be a reason for it. And once you find out that reason, work towards developing that reason. It is that simple. I know like, I'm saying it as if you can do it in a day or an hour. As soon as you realize it, it's going to happen. No, you're going to have to work for it. Regardless, it's not going to be easy. And sure, some people are lucky. They may already have it. Their fortune may be written. But then again, you get to decide what your fortune is. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I want you guys to find out what you guys want to do, what you guys can do, and really push yourself to do it. Push yourself out of that comfort zone. Take a risk. Grab an opportunity move keep on the move because life will not stop for you so yeah um, that's basically it for today i hope you guys um enjoyed the episode as always if you guys want to give any feedback you definitely can you are absolutely free to because here we like multiple perspectives so yeah i think i'm gonna end the episode right off there and i'll see you guys in the next week peace